didn't wanna have to do it. Didn't wanna have to break your heart. Didn't wanna have to do it. I tried to stop it from the very start, but you kept on trying, and I knew you'd end up crying. You just listened to a Cass Elliot cover of the Love and Spoonful song, Didn't Want to Have to Do It. I stumbled on this cover about a month ago and haven't stopped listening to it since. I fell in love with Elliot's haunting vocals and the raw emotion she channeled through her performance. She made the song completely her own. But I quickly realized Cass Elliot was no obscure 60s singer. She was a member of the popular folk band The Mamas and the Papas and helped propel singles like California Dreamin' and Monday Monday to success with her pristine vocals. Elliot was born in Baltimore, Maryland, and acted in musical theater growing up. She relocated to New York City after graduating high school in the early 1960s, and joined a touring production of The Music Man. Elliot then moved to Washington, D.C. to attend American University, and joined the folk band The Big Three with Tim Rose and James Hendricks. She later helped form folk band The Mugwumps, which only lasted eight months, after which Elliot performed as a solo act for a while. Although the Mugwumps found little success, it helped launch the career of Elliot, who was introduced to John and Michelle Phillips through her bandmate, Denny Doherty. Elliot wanted to join a band with the couple duo from the get-go, but John Phillips was concerned that her weight would be an obstacle to their success. Elliot struggled with her weight for most of her life, especially as a singer in a time that lauded wayfish models like Twiggy. Elliot's membership in the Mamas and the Papas wasn't formalized until they signed a contract with Dunhill Records in 1965. Producer Lou Adler, Doherty, and Michelle Phillips overruled John Phillips' distaste for Elliot. The quartet's debut album, If You Can Believe Your Eyes and Ears, was released in February 1966, with its single Monday Monday hitting number one in the U.S. Sometimes it just turns out that way Oh, Monday morning, you gave me no warning of what was to be In a Rolling Stone interview, Elliot confirmed an interesting tale that she wasn't originally allowed to join the band because of her lower vocal register that was ultimately corrected by a freak accident. She said in the interview... It's true, I did get hit on the head by a pipe that fell down and my rage was increased by three notes. They were tearing this club apart in the islands, revamping it, putting in a dance floor. Workmen dropped a thin metal plumbing pipe and it hit me on the head and knocked me to the ground. I had a concussion and went to the hospital. I had a bad headache for about two weeks and all of a sudden I was singing higher. It's true, honest to God. However, historians and fans know that fat phobia played a huge role in Elliot's role in the band. 
In Dream a Little Dream of Me, Eddie Fiegel's 2005 biography of Cass Elliot, the author wrote, Cass had in fact been angling to be let in the group since she had arrived, but it was John's group, and as far as he was concerned, Cass definitely didn't fit the image he wanted. From the beginning, she struggled with being a visible fat woman. Her bandmates continued to poke fun at her weight, with lines like, No one's getting fat except Mama Cass, in the 1967 song, Creaky Alley. The tabloids loved to scrutinize her weight, with some publishing that she was undeserving of fame because of her body type, and that she was a bad influence on young girls. But Cass Elliott continued to be proud in her body during interviews, despite cruel questions from reporters. She was known for throwing wild parties and her quick wit and charisma. She had progressive opinions on sex, womanhood, and relationships for the time. What do you mean by serious? Marriage? Yeah. I don't get that serious. <laughs> That's very... I've been that serious twice, yeah, and that you, was too serious. You were married twice? Yes, I was. Well, I don't think I'll do it again. Why not? Uh, gee, I don't know. I guess I think I'm really too selfish to get married. I like to play around. Although she was strong in the face of the media, it's clear that she took their comments to heart. In late 1968, Cass was set to headline a show in Las Vegas. By this time, the Mamas and the Papas had effectively broken up, and she was beginning her solo career. She spent the six months leading up to the Las Vegas show on a crash diet and managed to lose over 100 pounds, one-third of her weight. But she was left very ill from the attempt. In a 1969 issue of Good Housekeeping, Cass wrote an article called What a Way to Lose 110 Pounds. She said, I've invented a fabulous new diet. It costs only $2,000 for each pound you lose. It also weakens your natural resistance to disease. I can't guarantee it, but the Mama Cass diet can give you acute tonsillitis, hemorrhaging vocal cords, and a dangerous case of hepatitis. At least that's what it did for me. I lost my health and more than a quarter million dollars in earnings as a singer. My diet formula was very simple. Starvation. This was a serious case of extreme weight loss and disordered eating that she wrote casually in a magazine. She even alludes to her drug use as a way to lose weight and David Crosby spoke about how frequently he took heroin and pills with Elliot. Much of Elliot's lifetime of pain seems to have centered on her body and others' responses to it. She had more to say throughout the years about her fatness. About her crash diet, she once said, Members of the Mamas and the Papas noticed I was on a starvation diet, but they never said anything. My best friends, Gary and Annette Burden, encouraged me to stay with the diet. So did my husband before we broke up. Another man came into my life after my husband and I separated, and he was the first person who taught me that if you really love a man and want him to give you the best, you make yourself as presentable as possible. But even in Elliot's tragic death did the media treat her unfairly. She died tragically of a heart attack at age 32, but the urban legend that she died choking on a ham sandwich was perpetuated by the media. The first physician to examine Cass after her death Dr. Anthony Greenberg told the press that Cass had caused her own death by choking on a sandwich, which was quickly disproved, but the media ran with the story. According to writer Lexi Pandel, Elliot's official cause of death was labeled fatty myocardial degeneration due to obesity, but that would still be a shocking cause of death for such a young woman and has largely been refuted. From Richard I. Dunn and the doctors I've spoke to, it seems the most likely cause of death was extreme dieting and a combination with long-term substance abuse. Pandel further said that present-day fat phobia contributes to a continued lack of understanding about how Elliot actually died, in part because confronting the possibility that Cass may have died due to extreme dieting challenges our idealization of diet culture. Thank you, Mama Cass, for your talent and wit and strength in the face of a critical industry.
Why?